This is Tales, Tunes, and Towtons, a podcast about stories and songs from Newfoundland and Labrador. We occasionally eat Towtons, our favorite food group. I'm Sarah. And I'm Jen. Welcome to episode Dies. Oh, that's what I was going to say too. You read oh. my mind. <laughs> Francais. Oh. I think I go first today. You do. Did you have a good week? I did. It's snowing finally. <gasps> oh, I was like, I don't have anything to tell you this week, but I just remembered. Sorry. To... I've never heard that. Uh, I'm getting credit for exercise as I sit here and wave my arms. <laughs> About something exciting to tell me. Um, so the funniest thing happened to me this week. Sorry, did you? Was there anything no, else I, you want to say about this? No. Week? Okay. Um, I was browsing the internet, looking up things, and uh, I was scrolling through this article and this picture of this old, old vintage man came up. Old, old vintage old, man. <laughs> old black and white photo. Mm-hmm. And I, and on I, like your web browser? On like, this article I was reading. Okay. But like, I forget what it was about. And I literally looked at it and was like, oh my God, he looks familiar. And then thought, Sarah, that's an old black and white picture. And you think he looks familiar? Like, what is, <laughs> what has my life become? <laughs> anyway, I did actually recognize him. It was um, Whiteaway, Sir William oh. Whiteaway, I think. But it was you something... talked about him last week. Yeah, it was unrelated. But it literally, I was like, oh, I know that guy. As if I could possibly know the guy in the picture, and then realize. What I wonder I is thought. that an ad being targeted to you? Because no, you look... it was it was a, he was in the article. Gotcha. But it was. I didn't expect him to be there or you know what I mean anyway yeah it popped up and I was like I love how that's your exciting thing as well I was like what's she gonna say I was by myself and I had like uh, all the feelings I was excited oh my god I recognize him Sarah oh my god think about what you're doing right now (laughs) okay anyway that's all um yeah, I don't have anything exciting. Like that, like that. I didn't we'll see an old, right old vintage man. I don't know okay. what, if people liked the long episode. But we can just like... Let us know. Dive in and make this one... Mine's not that long. Mine's not either. I'm going to talk fast. No. <laughs> I wonder, do people think we talk fast as well? Because I'm a talk faster. I'm a, <laughs> I'm a fast talker, I've been told throughout my life. I used to when I was a kid. Do you remember... Oh, what's the TV show? I don't know, but there was a girl named Blossom. Wasn't the show Blossom? Okay, Blossom. Yep, that's the name of the show. And then her friend, Blossom's friend. Wasn't her name like a day of the week or something? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> anyway, she always wore bucket hats. Yes, with, like, yes, yes. I used to wear those okay. when I was in junior high. Six! Her name oh, was Six. Oh, not it was a day. A number. It was a number. There you and go. And people used to like say... That they thought I spoke like her because she, she used to speak really fast. I get accused of... Um, when I'm excited, I talk faster and more bubbly. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I can see that. Okay, my song today. <laughs> well, I got, I'll tell you where I got my information from, as always. <laughs> uh, ClassicGetSongs.com. <laughs> I need to find out who runs GetSongs.com. <laughs> the NewfoundlandShop.ca. And, of course, for the 12th straight, straight week, no, 10 straight week in a row, maybe. <laughs> All together now, Songs of Newfoundland Labrador, Volume 3. Edited by Eric West. In um, in retrospect, whenever we decide on if we're going to have like a season or whatever, right, we'll be able to, f- we didn't go into this thinking there'd be a theme, but 
at the end, the theme will have been all of the songs were provided <laughs> by. <laughs> yeah, what what's going to happen when I get through these three volumes of, of books? I don't know. Anyways, my song this week is called This Is My Home by Harry Martin. Oh. So... I mentioned this song, I think, in our Humdinger episode. Oh, I love this and song. And you were like, yeah, you were like, we should do that one. Oh, yay. So uh, this is a little bit about, this is my home. So Harry Martin was born and raised in Cartwright, Labrador, along the southern coast um, of Labrador. He worked as a wildlife conservation officer after leaving the army. Cool. And much of his songs, um, much of his songwriting reflects the beauty of Labrador. Have you ever been to Labrador? Never. You have to go. It's mm-hmm. mountains, rivers, you know, all very expansive. The big land, right? Mm-hmm. All the uh, kind of solemn places there. Um, and this is a quote. He sees his songs and stories as an effective way to preserve the land and inform audiences of Labrador's history. Mm. Um, his songwriting and career choices are, I think, married very well. Um so as a conservation officer, obviously the need to protect our natural habitat and respect where we live, and also his songs doing that. So hmm. songwriting and career, a uh, nice overlap. Mm-hmm. In 2015, he was awarded the uh, Music NL's Lifetime Achievement Award. Cool. Um, and so how Sarah and I first came to know this song was a few years ago, I don't know how many years ago now, three, four? Yeah. Um, choirs that we're both involved with. Uh, sang a concert um, of music, the music that was brought to Labrador by Moravian missionaries. And um, an example of some of the music we sang would have been parts of Handel's Messiah, but sung in Anuktitut. And so that's a tradition that um, happens in Labrador. Uh, it's all this beautiful music sung in Anuktitut. Um, and then we also, on the same concert, actually sang an arrangement of this song mm-hmm. uh, by Liz, our friend Leslie Hayes of uh, This Is My Home. So, it was one of the, like, it's my, it's one of my favorite. I know, it's so beautiful. So pretty. Um, okay, here it is. I have no silver, no diamonds, no gold, but I am far richer by the visions I hold, cause seen the mountains and I've seen the sea I've seen all the beauty and lived a life that was free first two mm-hmm. when the cool autumn moon I can hear the choir parts like I underneath. know I know when I'm, the cool yeah. autumn Shines down through the trees. No place under heaven would I rather be. Where the wild birds are flying and the caribou roam. Many places I've But this is my home. And then there's two other verses that are just like, many places I've rambled, but this is my home. I love that. Mm -hmm. It's my favorite. 
I forget what the lines were. There was a couple lines that I really loved. I don't know if we could, like, can we, is there any way to get that recording? Yeah. I'm sure it was, it was, um. Because it was video, too, wasn't it? It was live streamed. Yeah. yeah, maybe it's just, when I am weary and it's time to rest, just take this old body. I love that part. To the place I love best. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Caribous, wild birds. I love Labrador. It's really beautiful. Mm-hmm. Your turn. My turn. Okay. I I feel like <laughs> I um I had so many thoughts on what to do this week, but as I said last week, your I, five stories you had ready. <laughs> so uh, I will tell you one of those today. I worked on this story before Christmas, uh, but I didn't feel ready to tell it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to share with you the story of Maddie Mitchell. Uh, but because I guess because I hadn't talked about the railroad, it didn't quite okay. have the right so there's context. Connection? There's Look some, at you yeah. connecting from week to week. I know. And like when I wrote this, this, um, story of Maddie Mitchell, I, I originally wanted to tell the story of the Newfoundland railway, but once I started, it just became so daunting. So you did this one first? So I did this one first. And then went back. Cool. And then once I finished this, I was like, I've really got to do that. I need to do it. So, so this is the plug for episode nine. You need to listen to that one before. <laughs> you cannot continue on. Pause. <laughs> yes. There you go. Go back. Listen to that one. No, it actually, it's, it does cross over very little, you know, but it does make this one so much more right. interesting. Um, so I got my information from a, a bunch of different places, newfoundlandlabrador.com, gov.nl.ca website. Uh, I stumbled upon a Facebook page for Maddie Mitchell just last night. Ooh. I was proofreading my story with Adam, and Adam decided to Google him. And that came up? And he was the first, so he had, he wrote in Maddie, and Maddie is M-A-T-T-I-E. Right. And on Google, the first person to pop up is Maddie Mitchell. Cool. Yeah. Um, so uh, from his Facebook page, there's a lot of... there's Like a web- his personal Facebook page? or like a, No, no. So this is like way in the past. Um, All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Can we edit that out? <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No. We leave it all my embarrassing mistakes. That yeah, we edit a lot. Out. We edit out. I edit out. Jennifer is... Because yeah. I edited a lot of my... Uh, Things I don't want people to. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so on his Facebook page, there's a link to a website where there's a lot of curated information uh, from what seems to be from his family and just people right. piecing things together. So it's not hard facts, but from what they can tell, this is how things were and this is how people are connected and there's family trees and there's a lot of really interesting things there. So, and maybe had I found that, before Christmas, I might have told you this story. Right. It all works out for a reason. Anyway. So, Maddie Mitchell was born in 1846. (laughs) His own personal Facebook page. (laughs) That's why I'm telling you about him. (laughs) It was well advanced. (laughs) No. So, 1846, he was born. Um, He was a Mi'kmaq chieftain, a guide, a prospector, an explorer who contributed to the development of the Newfoundland economy. He's been described as 
one of the greatest and most resourceful woodsmen who ever lived. Ever lived. Ever lived. And I believe that one came from a Parks Canada website news release. Uh, so because of this, Mitchell was recognized as a person of national historic significance in 2001. Mm. And do you know who else is on this list? Test, test, test. Gerald S. Doyle. No. Maybe he should be. John Munn. <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, and I don't know what episode. In that same that year was. or just like on a list? He was recognized in 2001. But I remember when I talked about this person of national historic significance list, um, it's very hard to be put on. Right. And you have to be like passed away for like so many years. Maybe we could get Professor Daniel, Daniel on Daniel. the list. Maybe. Mm. Yeah, so you nominate someone and <laughs> it gets reviewed and da 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 da. Anyway, it's it's a cool. significant accomplishment right. to have your name be put on that list. So, uh, Maddie was born in Halls Bay in June 1846, like I said. Uh, in 1879, he married Mary Ann Webb and uh, they had a son whom they named Maddie as well. They moved to Bond Bay. Sorry. Yep. Do you think that's a popular thing where sons have the same name? Like my father and brother have the same name. So like junior. Yeah. Yeah. Like is that like a Newfoundland? That's a thing. Is that a thing in this province or is it like a thing? I think it's a thing everywhere. Mm. I think, yeah. Is it more common now or not? I don't think it's... I want to say it's less common yeah, now, but that's so. just guessing. I don't know. But... Um, Sorry. That's okay. So, yes, they had a son named Maddie as well. Now, I did also read on this Facebook page that um, maybe they had other children, but it only mentions him, and I guess just because of the name. He's the favorite. <laughs> Definitely. So, they moved to Bombay in um, 1885, and that's where he lived for his entire life. Uh, his son was said to be an excellent guide and prospector in his own mm. right. So, I'm going to share with you two geography lessons. Last week, when I talked about the Halls Bay line, I don't think geographically I understood exactly where it was. Do you remember? I was well, like, I was like, I need a map. <laughs> so I was like, before Grand Falls, or maybe just after. <laughs> I said something like that. So, officially... Halls Bay is past Grand Falls, past Badger. Springdale is in Halls Bay. Okay. Uh, and if you were driving from east to west, like leaving St. John's to go to Corner Brook, Springdale would be on your right, making Halls Bay north, mm-hmm. right? Uh, which also means that Buckins is on the left, on the interior side, and also on the left would be Gaff Topsails. I still need a map. Okay, well, I drew, you draw? I drew you a map, but it's about <gasps> something. No, not about oh. this. I'll show, you, I'll show you my map after. I will edit it to and add these things in there <laughs> after. Um, okay, hold on. I'm going to tell you a funny story. Is this to do with this? Completely unrelated. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I swear I would still do this now. Uh, I had friends, a client of mine, who was going to Florida, and she was going to be staying where... We usually visit, my mother-in-law has a home there, and I know it inside out, know where to eat, know all the restaurants, Mm -hmm. and like everyone has a place like that if they travel a lot. So my friend was going to stay at the beach there, and she was like, Sarah, you got to tell me where to go. go." And I literally, like, we have Google. I literally (laughs) drew her on 
that. I'm like, I put in restaurants. I put in like major intersections, malls. Sometimes and that's then all you need. Footnotes of like, well, if you go to this mall, there's this store and this store, but then you have to go to this Pick one this. for this. And I drew her a map, and I swear to God, she came home from that trip, and like we laughed about it, and she thanked mm. me for it. She folded that up <laughs> and took it on multiple vacations <laughs> with her. Charge. <laughs> I mean, I'm going to show you my other map. Like, it's nothing special. <laughs> I'll share a picture of it. But, oh, my God. When I think back of that now, I'm like, I literally drew that for you. But she's probably, like, 10, 15 years older than me. Right. So, for me to send her on Google Maps was even more challenging than, like, me using it. Right. So, it made sense. Anyway. Okay. <laughs> back to, uh, so, Gaff's top, Gaff topsails are on the left. And I have a weird thing about orientation, and I find places really confusing until I can relate to them, like me north, too, yeah. east, southwest. So, now we know where we are on the map. Halls Bay is where he was born. In 1904, Maddie was hired to map the Great Northern Peninsula. Oh, okay. So, his extensive knowledge of waterways and other geographical features culminated in the first map drawings of the region. Oh, cool. Yeah. So, I'll tell you about the Great Northern Peninsula now, and then show you my map. <laughs> so, it's the largest... I bet the- you it's better than Maddie. <laughs> <laughs> and you should be a person of national historic significance. I wonder... I'll nominate you. Okay. <laughs> but you can't nominate me for until I'm dead 75 years. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> And you won't be alive then either. <laughs> I'm like, mm. I'll do the application and leave it for someone. There you go. So, um, uh, lost my train of thought. I was going to tell you something else there. Okay, anyway, I'll tell you about this. So, uh, the Northern Peninsula is the largest and longest peninsula of both Newfoundland and Canada. Approximately 270 kilometers long and 90 kilometers wide. I read that Bond Bay, which is part of Gross Morn Park, is the division. And it's so uh, Bond Bay is considered part of the west coast of the island. And then where that ends marks the beginning of the northern peninsula. Um, the peninsula heads northwards around Cape Norman and Cape Bald, and then down the east side to the head of White Bay, bounded by the Gulf of St. Lawrence on the west. The Strait of Belle Isle on the north, and the Labrador Sea and White Bay on the east. So, uh, words, words, words. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Which Give is exactly why I drew oh. you a map. So, uh, okay, so here's, and I, I'm giving you some extra information. So, like, I drew the island in Newfoundland. Bond Bay is right there. Right. Right. And then this is the top of the boot, right? Mm-hmm. Is that what they say? No. I don't, I don't know. I don't remember. No, maybe that's the boot. Forget, forget the word boot. We're real uh, historians here. <laughs> oh, my God. I can't remember the word. Adam went to say, oh, I know what it was, geographer. Do you know what he said? Sorry, Adam. What's the word? Geographist? Geographist. <laughs> I think that could be legit. Could work. So at the top of the Northern Peninsula is sort of like, it's sort of like a box so Cape Norman is on one corner, Cape Bald is on the other, right? So they're both Cape at the Bald top of the north. Sounds like something from Lord of the Rings. It does. And Bald is B-A-U-L-D. L-D. And then you go down this side, which is White Bay. Okay. 
So to add, because I don't think I ever knew this either, on the northern shores of Newfoundland, um, like past the little inlets, is the Labrador Sea. Mm-hmm. That makes sense, right? The Strait of Belle Isle is only the tiny section between the closest points of Labrador and Newfoundland. That's the Strait of Belle Isle. Okay. Then below the Strait of Belle Isle is all the Gulf of St. Lawrence. Because I hear those, like when you, the meteorologists are talking about like weather and whatever, and they mention these Any terms. share. There you go. Although Ryan Snodden was on the other night. Oh, I saw yeah, that yeah. on Twitter. So anyway, <laughs> Shout putting, out. It, <laughs> putting it all in perspective. We'll share Sarah's map. I'll share my map. But I think it helps give you visual, Absolutely. Uh, visualization. And now my short story is officially long. <laughs> Mitchell also guided workers of the Newfoundland Railway on where to construct a railroad through western Newfoundland and into the central part of the province using only his knowledge of the land. That's crazy. So this is exactly why I wanted to follow last week's story about the Newfoundland Railway for that alone. Um, Do you think he would have been one of the only people like to have I think been he on probably the- was like considered like well I'm sure everything spread word of mouth, but he probably was considered the expert Mm. and, you know, let's go find this guy and reference him and see what he thinks and probably had something to do with the deciding. Remember how they were just going to go to Halls Bay and then they switched to Port of Basque. Um, So he, he helped them map all that out. So now I'm going to quote the government govnl.ca website. In 1905, he he discovered base metal mineralization on the bank of the Buckins River while prospecting for the Anglo-Newfoundland Development Company. Maddie Mitchell's find and the subsequent development of the Buckins River ore body and nearby deposits in 1928 led to the creation of a thriving town in previously uninhabited wilderness. And this line here, it doesn't really make sense to me, but I think we can figure it out. And many thousands of person years of employment. So he just employed. He so like thousands work. of people yeah, yeah, yeah. worked for many years, um, shared by three generations of Newfoundlanders. Over a period of almost 60 years, the Buckins ore bodies, one of the world's richest and most productive massive sulfide camps, yielded 16.2 million tons of high-grade zinc, lead, copper, gold, and silver ore with a gross, and this is as of 2010, gross value of approximately $14 billion Canadian. Mm, so I didn't he, know that. he was credited for discovering that. And then one little last story that I found last night when I was on that Facebook page, the website that was linked, he was hired to guide Laplanders and their herd of caribou from St. Anthony, which is on the Northern Peninsula, to Millertown, 400 miles distance during the winter. That's a lot, is it? Like, obviously. <laughs> 400 miles. I mean, that, I don't know if that's right. Maybe not 400 miles. Maybe 400 kilometers. Again, it was like hearsay, right. writing in stories. But regardless, St. Anthony to Millertown... Is really far. St. Anthony is like halfway up the peninsula. And Millertown, if we're going from west to east, Millertown is um, 
somewhere around Grand Falls, like before or after, maybe before. I love how everything we talk about is like somewhere around Grand Falls. <laughs> I had the maps up. I can't remember, but far, far, far. So he would have traveled by oh my foot. Gosh. Like I don't even understand. How I can't these even people, walk to my car. Like they like. <laughs> I didn't leave my house yesterday because it was because <laughs> it wasn't a snowstorm, but it was snowing. Yep. And I have and like windy. the yeah. best of the gear and a remote starter mm. to my car. And this would know how to use the land. Yeah. Oh my god, it's incredible. So uh, in autumn of 1921, I just have to like go back. Okay, yeah. So um, in 1905, he discovered all that stuff, but it wasn't until uh, later like 1928 or so, is when they actually started mining everything, although he had discovered it years before. So Maddie Mitchell passed away in autumn of 1921 in Corner Book, and I'm going to talk about his legacy a little bit. On the 26th of June, 2005, there was a memorial plaque unveiled in Mitchell's honor at Grossmore National Park. Jerry Byrne, MP for Humber, St. Bar, Bayvert, addressed the crowd that gathered for the event. Uh, quote, it was Mitchell's outstanding knowledge of the land that allowed him to make such important contributions to the economy and culture of Newfoundland. His legacy is still alive and very well respected in this province and now throughout Canada. It was a pleasure to honor this man who's had such a large role to play in our Canadian, Canadian history. Uh, in 1998, the government of Newfoundland and Labrador opened the Maddie Mitchell Prospector's Resource Room. Oh. Um, which is a government industry partnership developed by the Newfoundland Labrador Department of Natural Resources to provide assistance to the province's prospecting community. The resource room delivers technical support as well as advice, mentoring, and promotional services to prospectors, rock hounds, mineral collectors, and other interested members of the public from all parts of the province. Uh, it opened in 1998. The facility is located in the department's Geo- geological survey, which is in St. John's. And like I said, it's dedicated to pioneering prospector Maddie Mitchell. In 2011, there was a biography written about Mitchell by award-winning author Gary Collins. I'll be picking that up. Mm. Maddie Mitchell, Newfoundland's greatest frontiersman. We could start a book club. Of Newfoundland. Yeah. And Labrador. <clears throat> that would be... And like encourage people to... Oh, not even a, not even a month. I would probably have to be like we could just a have term. like a list of picks. Yeah, that's I, a great I would idea. Love to, do you know what? Actually, what? I got for Christmas. Um, I can't remember Katie's father's name, but remember Katie, Katie Hopkins? Yeah, her dad's a, writes, and my mom got me two of his books for Christmas. Oh, cool. I can't remember his name, but oh, I they're on my very cool. to read list. That was a great idea. I'm I'm excited okay. about that. Okay, we're gonna do it. <laughs> and maybe we can also like this one you have to read, but this is a, has an audiobook option or this, you know cool, what I yeah. mean? <clears throat> so, uh, the last thing I want to say, finally, uh, a student film was made in 2013 and Maddie Mitchell's own great grandson, Alonzo Rumbolt played the title role. Uh, there's a trailer. Oh, that's yeah, really neat. There's a trailer for the film on Vimeo, and I'll try to find it again and share it on our Facebook page. If you watch the trailer, there's also a link to a four-part YouTube series by the College of the North Atlantic that breaks down the entire process of how the students created the film. I recommend watching that as well. It was really interesting. Maddie's living relatives even comment under some of the links, which I love and mm. I find so fascinating. And again, 
just going back to how everyone is so connected here. Uh, and it seems like the storyline that they chose is based on one from Gary Collins' novel. And that is the story of Maddie Mitchell. I hope you enjoyed. I did. Yeah, I thought it was really interesting when I found that. And the I, connections. And mm. I couldn't believe that one person could physically know so much about an area of space, like physically travel. And you know what I mean? Like for mm-hmm. him to be able to remember and recognize, I guess it's like when you have a cabin in Whitburn, you know that part, that stretch right. of the highway, but like the back of your hand. So I guess if you travel, it just seems so, so, so far. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's wild. That's definitely fascinating. Very cool. So we'll look, to read Maddie that book. Yep. Look out for our... Look out for our new book club. Our new book club. <laughs> what do we call it? What could we call it? Give us some name suggestions. Tales. Tunes and... Houghton's book on <laughs> unoriginal. I don't know. You can we'll, see I'm the un- unoriginal one here. We'll, we'll come up with something clever and share it. And we'll be back again next week with more stories and exciting we didn't eat Towtons this week so we didn't we really like we're off our routine drinking coffee and pausing and starting (laughs) in between kids running into the room but that's it that's how it goes so we'll see you next week every week I wave to the microphone bye (laughs) have a great week bye (laughs)